Google it. I Google that. Said you fucking blow. <laughs> you didn't type it in right. Do you know Google is case sensitive? What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty podcast. On today's show, we're going to be talking about some 2023 Dynasty rookie comps that you're probably going to hate. But I'll tell you who you're never going to hate. That's my co-host. He is the man of the hour and the man with the power. Jerry Sinclair, buddy, what's good? Randy, we are. We're having a cup of coffee in the big time here with... Prayer profiler, baby. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited. We get, we've we been doing this show for a long time. Dynasty Warzone listeners have listened to us for damn near five years. We got a new platform. Talk about it. Yeah, man. Super excited. Uh, proud to be here with Player Profiler. I, I, I feel like we we this makes sense, right? I, I reference this website all the time. It's wonderful. Yeah. The, the content that comes out of Player Profiler and to think that thanks to... Theo Grimminger and Matt Kelly and Cody Carpentier, all the guys, you know, I haven't got Matt on the podcast yet, but all the people that have been on the, the podcast, like when you're working, working, right. when, when you're working, that have, that have filled in and talked rookies with me and talked best ball with me, uh, it, it feels it's, it's a good fit, man. So a little bit about me uh, and Jerry, we've both been producing dynasty and fantasy content for just about six years and mostly audio. I, I can barely speak the English language, much much less write it. And uh, Jerry, anything you want them to know about you before we uh, we start moving this thing forward? Yeah, I drafted Corey Davis 102 in 2017. Uh, I liked Hakeem Butler. Uh, what else do you want to know? I've made been, some... Let's start with the good hits. Let's talk about how we <laughs> identified you know, James Robinson as a rookie breakout. We hit on Terry McLaren, Cooper Cup in 2017. You know, there's a lot of new. So let's start with our greatest hits. You know, like Millie Vanilli doesn't go in and talk about the lip sync scandal. You know, you 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 start right in with the good stuff. Then eventually, think of it as a first date, Jerry. I know you've been married for a long time, not as long as me, but you've been married for a long time. And, and I mean, it, yeah. let, let's just say like something happened and you were back on the dating scene. Are you going to start off with like all the bad things? Like you have a gambling well, addiction? Well, maybe because then it's all uphill, right? If they just expect the bottom of the barrel nonsense that's going to vomit out of my mouth. And then if I eventually say something right, it's all just going to be a positive. It, only, if, I, if I come out guns blazing, just gold raining down, then it's only going to lead to disappointment. I don't want to do that to the people. This is true. So we are going to be doing some player comps tonight. Just real quick. We'll be here every Sunday. Uh, 99% of the time, it'll be Jerry and I in the case of uh, scheduling conflicts. It may be one of the other hosts on our network, and that's just a little plug. We have our own show. It's called The Dynasty War Zone. You can find it anywhere where you find this good show. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can find The Dynasty War Zone on YouTube. Same thing with Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your get your podcast. You can find us, but not only us. We have a team of amazing content creators as well. We do rookie stuff with our buddy Dallas Hyder. Our buddies Jesse, Mike, and Chad do the Dynasty War Games, a uh, 
uh, a games-based dynasty podcast. And then uh, in the summer and during the regular season, our boy Kyle does the fantasy football smackdown. But Jerry, I wanted to come out guns blazing. You you spoke about guns blazing. I, I wanted to do a good people, bad tweets, but I couldn't find anything. And, and I'm going to need your help. Uh, listen, I didn't have anything. So give credit to the people of Twitter, which usually is the cesspool that is the fantasy community. But uh, I got nothing. You got nothing. So for those that, that are listening and that have never heard us do the the uh, good people, bad tweets, it's where Jerry and I, we spend probably way too much time on social media, me more so than Jerry. And if I see a tweet that's like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, what the hell is going on around here? I don't have that drop, that classic Vince Lombardi. You heard it like on NFL films screaming, what the hell's going on out here? If we see a tweet like that, we save it, we share it on the show, we usually take it apart, and then we we mix that into the show. So that's a bit. So if you're new to the if you're new to the Dynasty War Zone and you see a tweet that doesn't make sense to you, send it to me or send it to the show at Dynasty War Zone or at DWZ Memphis. DWZ Dynasty War Zone Memphis. If you if you feel squirrely, you can send it to at Jerry Sin DWZ. Send it to one of us on next week's show. Someone sends us a a, a tweet that's less than stellar. We'll make sure to cover it, Jerry. Yeah, it, it's out of respect. You know, we're not we're not trying to bash anybody, but also sometimes you got to call shit out when you see it. You know what I mean? So, and, and I came out firing saying I took Corey Davis one hundred two because we you you got to have accountability in this game. A hundred percent, and that we have to do. And it's our job to help keep Twitter safe for you, the dynasty gamer. We can't let people out here running around hot take artists, you know, burning people down to the ground. It's bad news. No shenanigans afoot here, sir. Well, we're going to get into the rookie comps here in just a second, but I do want to take just a minute to bring you a word from the man himself. He is the pod father. And let's see what uh, Mr. Kelly has to say. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. And one of our key missions is to make as much statistics and information and deep analysis available on playerprofiler.com for free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible. If you can't do All In, that's okay. We have a draft kit. We can just subscribe to the player rankings. Those now include tight end premium FFPC ranks. Our brand new data analysis package will blow your hair back. And of course, there's our Dynasty Deluxe and our DFS Dominator. Take a moment, check out our premium services to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and Get the show. There you go. Uh, and, and what a great way to support the folks over at Player Profiler through the all-in package. But you heard all the ways that Matt said that you can help the guys over here. They, they do so much great stuff. And Jerry and I are the new kids here. We want to make sure that we're doing our part to play the ad drops and support them. But as you guys know, I have used Player Profiler for years. If you are a person who normally listens on the Dynasty Warzone feed, you know that I talk player profiler at least once a show, and it's not because I've ever felt like I had to. It's because the shit is that damn good. 
Take my word for it. But don't take my word for it. Fuck me. Go over to Player Profiler, bump around. You know what's up. Check it out. So, uh, Jerry, you're, you're so those that don't know, you uh, you recently graduated from Michigan State Michigan. University. Yeah, buddy. Kenneth little, Walker University, little, if you will. Uh, home of uh, such luminaries as Kenneth Walker. My 103 uh, running back, you know, my third running back off the board in Dynasty. Love that man. I know you do as well. K9 for life. But but you graduated with a bit of a history degree, is that correct? Yeah, hence the uh, the Suetonius and Cicero and everything on the bookshelf behind me. You think we're dynasty like like we're like nerdy type people? Jerry's got us all snow. Don't let the cool beard in the background hat fool you. He's quite nerdy underneath it all. True, Jerry. It's true. I mean, you're not wrong. I got I got a Latin dictionary there too. Well, I'm gonna hit you with a with a quote real quick, and this one's attributed to Theodore Roosevelt, Jerry. Okay. And uh, Th- Theodore Roosevelt said, "Comparison is a thief of joy." And sometimes that's true. I think sometimes when we do comps, especially player comps in Dynasty Fantasy Football, I think we either piss people off, which is fine, or we set future GMs who are drafting these guys up for failure when we do comps. Would you agree with that? 100%. And, and what's a historic comp that you've like you've heard maybe that that has thrown you off? You're like this doesn't make any sense. You you want like a football related one or a history history one? Please football Jerry, please pretty please for me and all the new listeners, let's not run them off before we even get going. I I mean, I it's just the overreactions. I I couldn't name a specific one, but everybody is always compared to a Hall of Famer every single time. And yeah, if there's I, anything that's dumber than that, I I don't know what it would be. Yeah, I was actually tweeting about that earlier today. It's like no one's ever comped to Corey Coleman. We'll talk about him in your in in in, in your dynasty history at some point on this program with these new yeah. listeners. No one's ever comped to Corey Coleman. Everybody's no. always comped to Justin Jefferson. And there's a whole lot more Justin Jefferson. Excuse me. There's a whole lot more Corey Coleman's out there than Justin Jefferson's. It's just yeah, the way that it is. I mean, yep. it's hard to be good in the NFL. I, I, I think. But we, I mean, that's that's why we titled this show "Rookie Comps That You're Going to Hate." Correct. I, I I got a spoiler for you. A lot of mine are going to be the bottom of somebody's range, because Player Profiler does a great job on a lot of them, and Twitter will do a terrible job on a lot of them, comparing everybody to. Adrian Peterson and Justin Jefferson and yada, yada, yada. I sort of went the lower range on mine because all outcomes are possible. Just because everybody gets super hyped up about rookies and their nipples get super hard and they just want them to be the most dynasty relevant championship inducing players. It does not mean they are going to, and you will get disappointed. And that's, that's sort of why I come out with the times that I have missed because you got to learn from that shit. Because you're going to miss and you need to get better and that's how you do it. So that's why I am going to be the negative Nancy all show. Well, we call Jerry the uh, Dynasty Wet Blanket. That's his new nickname. Just uh, at him, at Dynasty Wet Blanket on on Twitter. That's actually probably a gross, gross at. Probably don't look at whatever that is. I have no idea. I wouldn't actually look at Dynasty Wet Blanket. It could be something completely different and not suitable for work, kids. No. But but when I I just can't unsee some some comps, you know I did this uh, I, I coached you know baseball youth baseball and like some of the kids it's like I don't see the players of today I just see who I see, and like this one kid I told him it's uh 
it's, you know, you look like Daryl Strawberry. Now, this kid's 14 years old. He has no earthly idea who the hell Daryl Strawberry is, but he's a big, lanky, left-handed kid. You look like Daryl Strawberry. So uh, when I do mine, it's just kind of who I see. And then I take the data from Player Profiler, and I go backwards to see, does my comp make sense? So, Jerry, I'm going to get into my first one. Without any further ado, are you ready? Shoot. Do you know who I love at the quarterback position? By the way, me and Cody Carpentier love at the quarterback position. I think you know. Is it going to be Will? Big Will? It's going to be Big Will Levis. So what I'm going to do is, as we tell you the guys that we're going to comp tonight, we're going to tell you who player profiler comps them to. So on Will Levis, player profiler says, smoking Jay Cutler. And I can see that. I can see that. But Jerry was like, on the show sheet, he was like, you know, you had like a Freudian slip. I think you you like you you wrote these backwards. I'm like, no, I didn't. I said because I can see, you know, Justin Darnold or Sam Herbert. I see so I see so many ranges of outcomes with this guy. He's big, he's athletic, he's got a cannon for an arm. But the reason why I put Sam Darnold is that Sam Darnold had all the tools coming in too. And he went three overall to the Jets. As a matter of fact, the Jets traded up to draft Sam Darnold. And I could very well see that same thing happening for for Will Levis. But I also put Justin Herbert. Why? Big kid. Went to a Power 5 school. A a non-conventional power school within a Power 5 conference. You know, he went to Oregon. Will Levis went to Kentucky. And they're both super smart. You know, 4.0 students, Will Levis in finance, Justin Herbert in chemistry. And I, I just see a lot of positive in in this guy. Again, his range of outcome is everything from busting for dynasty with, with Sam Darnold, although redemption toward 2023 San Francisco 49ers. Stick around. But yeah, right. and I, I could see the high end being Justin Herbert. But I really see something more in the middle like a Daniel Dimes especially if he lands with 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 a good with, with a good head coach and a good offensive mind because like Jerry and I said we've been doing content forget how long I've been playing dynasty we've been doing content since 2017 I got news for you a lot of you guys would have hated a guy named Patrick Mahomes you would have hated the offense you would have hated the spread you would have hated Cliff Kingsbury and how handsome he was you would have hated his 25 touchdowns in his last 2 years in college a lot of the same things that we hate about you would have hated just uh, Josh Allen. You would have hated his low completion percentage. There was so much to hate about these guys. And I'm not saying that that's where Will Levis is going to be. But give me smart. He got scholarship offers from almost every school in the Ivy League. Columbia, Princeton, Harvard, Yale. I got news for you. They're not recruiting dum-dums into those colleges. They're recruiting smart people. He did real well on that new S2 test, that cognitive recognition test. I I see a huge range of outcomes. I don't see Jay Cutler because I don't see a guy who doesn't care. Like Jay Cutler always felt like he didn't care. I I just see a guy with a huge range of outcomes. Jerry, am I crazy? And you can say yes, and then you can tell us about your comp for Anthony Richardson. So I, I don't think you're crazy. The one thing that I will say about you saying that he's really smart, dude also eats bananas with the peel. And I, I, I can't, I just can't get over that. That, that should be somebody often, often misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so I did get Anthony Richardson player profiler says Josh Allen. And I, I can sort of dig that because obviously he's got good wheels. I mean, that goes without saying so to Josh Allen and he's a little bit rough as a passer. 
it took Josh Allen a couple years, and now he's absolutely setting the world on fire, just dropping his nuts on everybody and winning championships and money. But let's say he doesn't get to that. Let's say he doesn't take that step in a couple of years. What's he going to look like? And I'm going to say Terrell Pryor. Because coming out, Terrell Pryor was a good prospect. I mean, he was dominant at Ohio State for a long time. Number one recruit in the nation going to Ohio State. Elite talent. He had troubles with the tattoo stuff back before you know college football was at least reasonable with that stuff. So he went in the supplemental draft. Otherwise, he would have gone much earlier than that. But Terrell Pryor was a pretty good NFL player. Never really amounted to being a great quarterback, but could move. I mean, he's got the the spin move that'll go down. He might actually have the longest run in NFL history or close to it. So it, I said Terrell Pryor in the event that he doesn't take that Josh Allen step, but the ceiling is definitely someone like Josh Allen, which is why you have to take shots on him. It's what makes him a polarizing player in this draft class, because if he hits, you win. And, and and not matches championships with him. And and he can be a stable force on a team that you just can set it and forget it like Ronco used to say. But if he doesn't, you got an electrifying player for seven plays out of 17 games like Terrell Pryor was. Well, I don't know if you listen to it. I do. I've, I've been a loyal listener to the Mind of Mansion and the Sonic Truth podcast for a long time. And Podfather had on rich rebar the other day and they were talking about anthony richardson and that a lot of the sacks and issues that he faced in college really weren't on him it's like he turned a lot of nothing into something or at least a break even more often than not and another thing i heard about anthony richardson was former nfl gm and podcast host in his own right michael lombardi he was talking about how the people that he spoke to thinks Anthony Richardson, if he wanted to be, could be a first-round pick at six different positions, including quarterback. So could he transfer to wide receiver? Could he become like an ultra-deluxe Taysom Hill? The one thing I will say, I don't know where he's going to land within his range of outcomes, but I will say this. I don't think he's going to leave you flat. I don't think he's no. going to be – I don't think he's going to be like three and done. I don't think he's Josh Rosen. You know, all of these guys. I mentioned Will Levis. I would love either one of these guys. I don't, as a Colts fan, for those again that are new, I, I'm a Colts fan. I live just north of Indianapolis. I, I, I would really rather prefer Anthony Richardson or Will Levis because I want that upside. I want that. I just don't see CJ Stroud as a guy who's going to beat Patrick Mahomes in the AFC championship game. Maybe he can, but I, I don't know. But I want Anthony Richardson. I want Will Levis. I want these guys to wind up with like a Shane Steichen, you know, Shane Steichen with the Colts. You know, he created an offense in Justin Herbert's rookie year that he was able to be successful in. Once he was given the offensive reins in Philly, we've seen what Jalen Hurts has done the last year and a half. So these guys, I think their range of outcomes come down to where they land more so than, than who they are. I think they have the talent. I think they have the work ethic. I, I just I hope they land good, Jerry. Well, if we're going to keep talking quarterbacks, roll into your next one, because I know you got one of the big boys. I do. I do. I took the guy with the great last name, same last name as me, Bryce Young. Now, 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 player profiler says Johnny Money Manziel. Uh, I get that physically. I get that from like a, a size standpoint, but I see Drew Brees. And I know, and I know if Matt was here, if Matt Kelly was here, he would hit me with the cl cliche alert sounder. 
But that's because, you know, every quarterback that's like six feet and smaller. Go ahead, Jerry. I know you want to say something. No, 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 no. You you alluded to it. I, I was going to do it. Continue. Every quarterback that's six foot or smaller, we all say Drew Brees. And and here's why I say Drew Brees is, Jerry, do, do you remember that Tua also played at Alabama? I, I do. Tua's smaller guy also comped to Drew Brees? Yeah. Now, but Tua got hurt in college a couple of times, right? Had True. the hip, had the, the tightrope procedure on his ankle. And, and we've not had any of that out of Bryce Young. Now, I know Drew Brees had the one season. He had the shoulder is- issue. He didn't make it to Miami, made it to the Saints, Sean Payton. The rest, as they say, is history. But that's why I like Bryce Young. He is slight. You know, people that saw him at the combine here in Indianapolis, they were like, this guy was so bloated, full of water, he could barely walk because he barely, you know, made it to 204. For those that don't know, a gallon of water weighs about eight pounds. I bet you he was sitting on a gallon plus and he got off that scale and probably like sprinted. They, they probably should have like measured his 40 coming off the scale directly to a bathroom because he had to go. But I see a smart player. I see a smart player who's not going to run into trouble. I don't think he's going to put himself in harm's way. Uh, will he take the maybe one or two like rushing attempts a game? Sure. You know, if you can, you know, tactically scramble and get a five yard first down here or something like that, fine. But he's a guy that I, I see being like a point guard. That's why I see Drew Brees. He's going to distribute the ball. If Bryce Young lands on a team where you have a running back. I think you're going to be happy. We've seen how him and Jameer Gibbs have worked together from the running back, quarterback, receiving game aspect. So for me, it wasn't about the size so much as the game style. You know, he's going to keep himself safe because he's not going to take sacks. He's going to get the ball away. He's going to be smart with the ball. And I think that will add longevity to him. So that's why I said Drew Brees, Jerry, you can make fun of my cliche. But what do you think about Bryce Young? And then you can do your second quarterback. I mean, bro would need to land in an extremely conducive environment like the one that Sean Payton and Drew Brees had in New Orleans with all the talent there to to end up like that, in my opinion. But my guy is the other quarterback, right? It's got to be C.J. Stroud. So player profiler has him comp to Joe Burrow, which I get. Um, But I told you all at the top of the show that I was going to piss you off a little bit. and. This one isn't isn't terrible, but I feel like when I say the name, people are going to be upset because they don't want C.J. Stroud to be this caliber of player. They always a guy that's going to go 102, 103. You know, we want the world. And this player that I'm going to say is not. And it's Jared Goff, another former first overall pick. Not, you know, didn't have quite the career that C.J. Stroud did. Also, sure as hell, did not have the wide receivers that C.J. Stroud did. But he's he's been serviceable. He's been good. I mean, Jared Goff had a quarterback one season this year. And, you know, Randy mentioned that he's a Colts fan, Detroit Lions fan, Detroit versus everybody, 2023 Super Bowl champions, 2023-24 season incoming. Dan Campbell, love you, buddy. Thank you. Um, the thing is, is C.J. Stroud is not going to run the ball a ton. You know, he's he's going to be one of those guys that's going to finish at the top of his range at QB eight and at the bottom of his range at QB 16. And he's just he's going to be a great 
QB2 for you, and he could get you some QB1 seasons. The problem is currently he has QB1 prices. And that's why I don't I don't exactly love the value for him, but at some point he is going to be a value when he stops being sexy, when he stops being the new hotness, and somebody else is coming into the league with it, and he can become a value, then I'm going to love acquiring C.J. Stroud. Yeah, and uh, golf has better you know metrics. You can see more metrics on playerprofiler.com than Stroud, but I don't think it's a bad thing. About a month ago, one of the most viewed tweets I ever had was about Will Levis, I'm assuming not Will Levis, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. I like both of them. I think they're nice. I think they're safe. I think they're stable. I said, if you want a Nissan Altima with the upside of a Toyota Corolla, Toyota Camry, that's CJ Stroud, that's Bryce Young. I think, I think for these guys to be successful because they don't have the Konami code. Again, I mentioned Rich Rebar, you know, the 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 Konami code guy himself. You know, these guys really don't have that. And maybe Stroud will do more of that. We know we know Young's not, right? He's too small. He's too slight. He's too smart to be out there running around in the land of giants. But maybe Stroud shows some more. But without that Konami code, you know, we talked about Jared Goff. He had 4,200 passing yards this year. He had like right at 30 touchdowns. And he finished as like QB9. And if that's the ceiling for these guys, that's cool. Totally cool. But their range of outcomes is... Again, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, maybe on the low end, Derek Carr. And I, I don't want to use my rookie 103, 104 on that guy. Right. I mean, you're not setting it on fire. I think it no, takes the, I absolutely think it, not. I think it takes a certain roster mix. Now, maybe you already have a gamble at, at the QB. Like if every, so by the way, my philosophy on Superflex is everybody should have a stud. You should have at least a Josh Allen, uh, a Patrick Mahomes, a Justin Herbert, uh, one of those, one of those type down, guys. Down to Watson slash Dak. Watson, Dak, Lamar. That's kind of the end of the range, and it's nothing against Lamar. It's the injury issue. But so, if you've already got your your stud, now let's look at your QB too. If you've got Cousins, if you've got Golf, if you've got Carr, then you need to gamble. You need to go get a guy like like Will Levis. You need to go get a. Uh, an Anthony Richardson. But if you already have a Trey Lance, if you already have a Justin Fields, if you already have a guy, and I love, by the way, Rich Rebar's take on Justin Fields the other day. It's if you have one of these guys, maybe you want a safer, you know, third QB, like a Stroud, like a Young, because you don't want to keep stacking risk on risk in Superflex. Jerry, at least I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, really any position, but definitely at that one for sure. So Let's get to the sexy position. Well, uh, well, real quick, real quick for, for for the listeners, well, we have business when we have business, but for the the listeners of the podcast version, whether that's on the player profiler podcast feed or the dynasty Warzone podcast feed, if you're watching on YouTube, I changed the color to blue because Jerry, you got to coordinate. You got to coordinate when you're podcasting. The lights behind me are blue. I I ain't got no style. I can't match. I'm sorry. You you got a whiteboard. I got blue lights. Now, they're probably like, well, I can't wait to hear what these new guys say about B. John Robinson. I didn't include B. John Robinson. And why? Because he's good. It, do- it doesn't matter you know, what the Rock say back in the day. It doesn't matter who we compare B. John to. As close as I'll give you is the man behind my head. That is Bo Jackson. Not quite on the Bo Jackson tier, but as close as we've seen in about 20 years. B. John is damn good. The end. End of story. 
let's get let's get you with some guys that that can probably help you a little bit. Now, Jerry, again, I've been playing Dynasty longer than you, but I, I'm going to give you a player comp on Zach Charbonnet. Okay, we okay. like he's my he's my three in the class currently. Um, maybe can go to two. Maybe can go to four. I don't know. But player profiler says Demarco Murray, and I really really like that comp. But I went old school. I went I went early two thousands. I went Larry Johnson, Penn State Nittany Lion, played for the Kansas City Chiefs, and, and had a run there where he absolutely kicked ass. He had back to back seventeen hundred yard seasons. So yeah. I think this is a good comp for some of the newer gamers that maybe haven't been playing Dynasty that long. Go to YouTube. Not now. You're watching the live stream after the live stream. After the live stream, you go to YouTube. You search Larry Johnson NFL because you don't want Larry Johnson NBA. That was Grandmama. You know what? Look, look at both. Larry Johnson NFL first. Larry Johnson NBA second. They're both going to be a lot of fun. You're really going to enjoy yourself. But dude, Larry Johnson, uh, Zach Charbonnet, six foot. Larry Johnson, six one. Both guys, two fifteen. Body mass index. Zach Charbonnet, a little bit thicker. 29.0. Larry Johnson, 28.0. 40 time. Zach Charbonnet, 453. Larry Johnson, 455. Uh, Zach Charbonnet benched 18 reps. Larry Johnson, 19 reps. And when I watch him play, Larry Johnson was a lot of fun to watch run. He didn't run so much past you as he did at you, past you, smashed you, and, and, and got you down. And this is a guy, he's a big guy, just like Zach Charbonnet, but didn't have, like, he would never be confused for Christian McCaffrey. No. But he did have two 30-plus catch seasons and a 41-catch season. And this was really before the day and age of, outside of LaDainian Tomlinson, a lot of running back involvement in the passing game. So I, I like the DeMarco Murray comp. I think he runs more violently than, than DeMarco Murray. So I went old school. I went Larry Johnson, former Kansas City Chief. Again, 1,700-yard rusher. I think this is a fun comp. Do I, am I telling you that he's going to get 1,700 yards? No, the NFL doesn't operate like it did in 2006. But if you're looking for a sexy yet non-conventional comp, go do some, uh, go do some Larry Johnson homework, Jerry. Listen, unfortunately, I don't have to. I was in eighth grade, and that man needed 200 and some yards against Michigan State in the final game of the year to crack 2,000. This dude had like 250 at halftime, and they fucking sat him the rest of the game after he did got you cry? It. That's I, the best I part mean, of the story. I mean, I probably did. but I was a soft child. I can't help it. Um, I, I'm just glad you compared him to somebody violent because the person that I always compare Zach Charbonnet to is Darius Geis, and now granted, he was also violent off the field, but on the field, shockingly, he was also violent and ran with such a vengeance all the time, and that's who I always comp him to. Um, so I, I can dig that. My guy, we're just going to keep running backs going, Jameer Gibbs, right? He's sexy. Like He, he has been almost inarguably RB2 for a lot of people for pretty much the entirety of this process. So player profiler says CJ Spiller. And this one was oh, easily hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't yeah. be. I don't. I mean, no offense to the gang. We were new here. I don't want to piss anybody the higher ups off. I don't right. think you could be much more cruel than than C.J. Spiller. But I want to hear you try. Okay. But but like honestly though, this one was super hard to get because I thought C.J. Spiller was perfect because C.J. Spiller 
was an unbelievable prospect. And for whatever reason, it just didn't work out for him. So, and I loved it. And I even went back and I was like, I'm going to watch CJ Spiller. Cause you know, I remember him getting, you know, super hyped up, but it's been a while. So I had to go check him out and goddamn, he was good at Clemson. Like he was so good. Jameer Gibbs good. So I had to find a guy and I wanted to go same sort of size profile, same ish production level with the pass catching, just sprinter speed. So I went with an actual Olympian and I'm going to go with another Detroit lion in Javid best. So Javid best former first round pick, great pass catcher, you know, absolutely trucked the Chicago bears on Monday night football. I was standing on the, on the chair. It was, you know, one of the few prideful moments that us Detroit lions fans have ever had in our entire existence. Loved the guy and, you know, injuries hurt him all the concussions and you know he he never amounted to you know what everybody thought he was going to do so when i say something like that it's not that i think jameer gibbs is not going to be successful and when i say that i agree that he is very comparably comped to cj spiller that it's a bad thing because both of those guys were first round draft picks at the running back position and unbelievable all around players. What I didn't want to do is just say Alvin Kamara, because a lot of people say Alvin Kamara when they see Jameer Gibbs and it's, and it's justified. It, it, I, I understand it. So what, I mean, Jameer Gibbs is good. And I just, it, I had a tough time not saying Alvin Kamara. And then I saw that they said CJ Spiller and that made it even harder. So I had to find something. Javid best, literally an Olympic sprinter. And he was a great pass catcher had great draft capital and maybe I just wanted to remember him. Just, just give me a little bit of joy. That's all I needed. So, so Jerry misunderstood the assignment. He said, I want Memphis wants me to comp every one of these rookies to my favorite Detroit lion. Yeah. Well, there's like four players that I could comp and I haven't talked about Barry or Calvin yet. So yeah, give me a little bit of like, time. can we get a, can we get a Barry Sanders? Can we get a, I don't think there's a Barry Sanders or a, or a Calvin no, Johnson I, I in this class. So. You know, everybody does say Alvin Kamara. If you want to go like size wise, it's really more, it's really more Christian McCaffrey because he's 5'11, 200 pounds. You know, he's 202 per player profiler, whereas Gibbs is 199. You know, maybe he can split half that gallon of water with, with Bryce Young and they'll, they'll both be over 200 pounds. It'd, it'd be great for everybody. But, uh, but I, I do like that comparison, Jerry. Now, let me ask you a question. Is there a landing spot with Gibbs that would allow him to hang on to that rookie 102, you know, in a one QB league? So obviously it's Bijan or bust. Don't eat, I'm not going to waste your time or my time or anyone's time talking about Bijan. He's good. But is there a landing spot for, for Gibbs that you're going to be like, yep, that's the one. I really like that. Cause I have mine. I want to hear yours. Uh, I mean, there's, there's not many where he wouldn't be for the most part. But I mean, if he lands in Miami, just because I I think Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert are just crumb bums and shoe clerks waiting to happen, that Jameer Gibbs is going to just be a star. So mine, mine's Atlanta. You got your okay. big, you got your big battering ram brute. I know Theo, our buddy Theo, you know, you know, co-host of the Sonic Truth, host, co-host of First Class Fantasy. I know, I know, I know, but but he's like the the perfect compliment. If you think about. Let's go back to the the lazy comp, which is Alvin Kamara. You know, when Alvin Kamara come into the league, he shared a backfield with a guy who was pretty damn good in his own right named Mark Ingram. And I'm not saying Tyler Algiers a Mark Ingram. And I'm not saying that 
what's the head coach of the Falcons name? Why? Oh, Arthur Blank. I'm not saying Arthur. I'm just drawing a blank. Yeah. I had I know that that's um oh my gosh, Arthur Blank's the owner. I screwed yeah. this all up. <laughs> it's all right. Just he keep came going. from Tennessee. He's not feeding Kyle Pitts or or Drake London. We all fucking he just hate. he is he has pissed you off. That's his all. dad owns FedEx. I, I can see his wormy face, but I, I could see him really doing a nice I hate the term, it's cliche again, cliche alert. Um, lightning and thunder, you know, with a Tyler Algier and a, a Jameer Gibbs. I don't think he winds up there. I don't think he lasts until the you know the top part of the second round. But I, I do love it. And Jerry, you know what else I loved? Because I've looked at it. The 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 Cody Carpentier rookie guide. Have you have you seen this? I know you probably haven't logged in yet because you work a lot. Yeah, that is actually wrong. I have. Well, well you know what? Let's uh, let's, let's man is the, the man is a myth and a legend. Okay, and he could also punch through my face. Love Cody. Handsome fella. Met him in uh, Ohio a couple years back at the Fantasy Football Expert Expert Expo. But let's see. Let's let's listen to someone who's actually good with the English language tell you about the rookie guide. Oh, I'm wearing Cody's hat in honor of Cody Carpentier. He has finished the rookie guide. It is a masterpiece. The best rookie guide you will read that combines both real NFL draft analysis and fantasy analysis. This guy goes deep. I mean, do you know who Tyon Evans is? This man wrote up and ranked 40 running backs, 40 wide receivers, 15 quarterbacks, and 23 tight ends. 23 tight ends? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. We've got fantasy rookie draft cheat sheets for super flex and single quarterback to go along with these write-ups that include analytics player comps and play style player comps. All the stats you need, the analysis you need to understand what kind of impact these guys are going to have in the NFL and for your fantasy team. So go to playerprofiler.com, go to any player page, go to the NFL draft section and click the button to get the rookie guide. It's just 10 bucks. That's it. That's all. It's not the most expensive, but it is the best. You heard the man. He is much better with the English language than I am. And Cody is the best. Cody did a great job with the draft kit. And let's be honest, it's 10 bucks. Seriously. Now I, This I is drink, America in 2023. What is $10? Two gallons of gas. The check gas price is near you. I mean, really? I, I mean, mean I, I live in the land of corn here in Iowa, so, so it's, it's like a little corn cheaper. cheaper. I, I could yeah, probably three, get three, three gallons. gallons I can squeeze gas. it out. Yeah. So, so what, a round trip to work, maybe. Or, right. you know, maybe you pack your lunch. You have, like, one healthy lunch, and then you go get this draft guide because it's, it's free. It's not free. It's $10, but it might as well be free. And, and Cody did an amazing job. So, Jerry, I, I've got a really tough one. I, I've got a really tough one because my next comp is Roshan Johnson. And all the player profiler listeners know this is, this is Cody's guy. This is Matt Kelly's guy, the Podfather's guy. I've got to tread very lightly here. I've got to be very trepidatious as it relates to Roshan Johnson. Are you going to be a hateful bastard? No, no, but you got to be careful because when it's like your guy, like I knew I was cool with Will Levis because Cody's on board with Will Levis. I'm on board with Will Levis. Cody power lifts. I power lift. I, I felt good. This one right here, I'm going to be very trepidatious, but I, I'm, I'm going to give you an honest comp. Now, player profiler says the comp is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs went in the first round, uh, has actually been way better at dynasty fantasy football than, than people, people want to admit. We wanted to hate on Josh Jacobs when he came out. All the guy's done has been a wide receiver one for years and years. He's been solid, a solid contributor, probably helped you want a league. I mean, he was like top he, five. He did this year for sure. 
top five at the position. And uh, so that's their comp. My comp is, again, I'm old, older, playing the, the, the game as long as I have. And I, I, I saw another comp that I, I thought was okay, but I didn't love. It was Chris Carson of that 2017 all-time great. But that's not what I saw. I saw Arian Foster. Because if you go to Roshan's player okay, profile Arian page. Foster is a dog. Well, I'm, 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 I'm getting there, Jerry. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm pushing this wagon up the hill. You got me excited, man. It's been like three years since I heard the man's name. What, you want me to just sit here and not get giddy about it? Come on. Did, I, you know, Arian Foster was a dog. So height, they're both, you know, six foot, six one, depending on, you know, where, where you get your measurements. Foster was 225. Roshan, 220. Body mass index, 31. Foster, 30 for Roshan. Uh, 40 time. No, it's good because everybody, you have to be a burner, right, Jerry? You have to be a yep. burner. Do you know what Arian Foster's 40 time was? Any guess? No idea. Four, six, eight. We, yeah. for, for those that haven't been playing yeah. Dynasty and Fantasy that and long, that's why he went undrafted. You would have fucking hated this guy <laughs> at a four, six, eight. You would have called him a plotter. You would have called him a. Yeah, what was uh, the, what was the. Holyfield, Elijah Holyfield. <laughs> it was oh, like, dude, it was like, like oh, he's that, still that, running that, his 40. That, that's different. You could have timed him with a sundial. <laughs> but but Roshan was a 4-5-8. But don't let that mislead you. In the right spot, Roshan is going to be the steal of the draft. That's one. That's where I'm 100% on board with Matt and with Cody. I, I love this dude. I, I do think that you're going to get a value on him if he winds up you know, in, in a less than sexy spot. Maybe he's behind a guy who's kind of a guy. You know, there's no one in Cleveland behind Nick Chubb. And I know people are like, no, not Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb. Guys, I'm telling you, he's expensive. He's that would be great. And because if you say Cincinnati and you're right, Cincinnati is correct, but that's going to send his stock price just straight to right. the to the moon. Dallas, same thing. And Dallas might be kind of in the middle. Somewhere between yeah. Cleveland and Cincinnati is where Dallas is. But let's get back to Arian Foster. You know, he was quote unquote slow. Go watch Arian Foster highlights. He looked like he was running on air. I mean, long stride, awesome runner, great catcher of the football, too. And this was a guy who had like three out of four seasons. He was a top five at the running back position, running back. I think that is the range of outcomes for Roshan Johnson. I don't. I don't want to be the the FF optimist and be like, "Hey, this guy's going to be great." I just look for style comparisons. And you know, he didn't come out setting the world on fire. He was behind a guy named Steve Slayton. Steve Slayton had a season. Yeah, he got way overdrafted after that. But Arian Foster, Jerry did the bow. If you're watching live on on YouTube or or where where have you? Maybe you're watching it later. That was his celebration for about a half a decade. There was so much fun watching Arian Foster play football. And I'm going to have a lot of fun with Roshan Johnson in rookie drafts this year because good spot, bad spot, doesn't matter. Your dog spot. I'm taking I'm taking Roshan in rookie drafts this year. Jerry, what are your thoughts on Roshan? I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i I'm down on him. Uh, not like I'm, I'm down with him. Sorry. I'm not down on him. I'm with, I'm with the man. I will have tons of shares, but if we're going to talk about a dog spot, we're going to talk about the spot. My dog takes a dump. That's going to be the running back that uh, I'm talking about next. Cause he's just, he's not, he's not for me. I get, I get where people are going with Devin a chain. He's just with his size. He is at such a 
poor spot. He is he would need to be such an outlier to be dynasty relevant that I just can't. Player profiler has him at Chris Johnson. I said he's Darren Sproles because he's sort of the same-ish size as Darren Sproles, but I I'd be surprised if he got to either one of them. He's just he's he's such a little guy. Now, granted, a fucking lightning bolt, which it, it, a good NFL coach and a good offensive coordinator can find a spot for him. He's just not a person that I am willing to risk. It, it, I mean, he's that's a second round pick in a rookie draft for me. I, I'd probably go elsewhere just because I think he can do better. But I, I'm not mad at people. I have been wrong. I started off this show talking about my wrongs. And if I am wrong about this man because of his size, and this coming from a person that's damn near his size in real life, I will I will stand corrected. But it's just not a risk I am willing to take. But my guy's Devin A. Chain. So if, if you want to you wanna gas this man up a little bit, go ahead. I don't really know if you're a hater or a liker of this man, actually. Uh, I mean... I, 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 he's Devin A. Chain. He's fast. That's what you know, I'm saying. Like it, 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 with with a good coach, they'll find a role for him. He, he'll be able to make plays. I just I cannot foresee a situation where it is middle of December, and I need to plug somebody in, and I'm contending for a championship in Dynasty. I want to win my trophy, and I want to drink from the tears of my enemies and friends. So I can win glory and rub their nose in it for the next 365 days. And I have to rely on starting him. I don't see that situation existing. And that's why that's why why he's just not going to be my guy. He's not going to be for me. I mean, like I said, he's fast, but like I'll never forget playing Madden back in the day with Chris Johnson. And dude, if Chris Johnson got a hole on Madden back in the day, he did the celebration where like he was fanning his feet because like they were on fire. And I can see some of that with, with Devon A. Chain. He's super fast. He's a sprinter. You talked about maybe not like Olympic level sprinter, but like an Being NCAA close. championship range level yeah. level sprinter. I, I, I like that a lot, but I'm, I'm very mad on him. There's a reason why he was on your six and not on, not on my six, but <laughs> Hey, you wrote the show sheet. That's what, that's what I get. I learned a long Shit time ago. Downhill. It's hard to beat the guy with the pen in his hand. But I'll, I'll tell you another guy that I chose for myself. I chose Zay Flowers. And I just see it. You know, Michigan, you said earlier, Michigan State, Spartan dog. This guy's a dog. You know, I, I, I don't think he's the best route runner in this class. I don't think he's the best athlete in this class. But he came back because his teammates wanted him to come back. You know, he had he had nothing. I think he was, would have, I don't know, last year's class was a lot better. So maybe it was smart. And that if he'd have come out last year, he wouldn't have been able to have been in the top three or four with an Alave and a Watson and a and a Garrett Wilson and all those really good wide receivers we had last year. So maybe it was smart on two ends. He was a good teammate. But I see a guy who's fast. I I, I see that feistiness of Steve Smith. The other comp that I've heard, and player profiler, by the way, says Jahan Dotson. And, and, and I'm not mad at that. He's the kind of guy like Steve Smith. I think if you give him, and you have to have patience as a dynasty owner with this guy, you got to have patience. You just can't expect him or just pretty much any of these rookie wide receivers just to come out, as Jerry said, and just, you know, plop his clackers into a wheelbarrow, wheel him into the locker room and say, hey, I'm the dude. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is about the only guy in this class that can do that. But if he's the kind of guy that for, Maybe a season, maybe two. Like he's not going to make it to Buffalo, 
But if he could spend a year or two working with a guy like Stefan Diggs, a pro, a competitor, Stefan Diggs got that dog in him. You know, yeah. he was that guy who was not afraid to show his emotions in, in a professional ish way with Josh Allen. You know, he's a savvy veteran. I'd love to see him go to, I don't think he'll go to the Raiders at, at like, you know, seven overall. Cause I think the Raiders are going to try to get in that QB market. But as a Colts fan, a dream scenario for me as a Colts fan is the Colts stay, stay pat at four. They get Will Levis. And then at the top of the second round, Zay Flowers falls to them because he's the perfect complement to a Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, couple of big bodies on the outside. They need a five foot nine shifty guy, a fast guy. They lost Paris Campbell. He's the kind of guy that would be the perfect fit, top of the second round to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, as a Colts fan, they need some fucking dog on this team. They seem like a bunch of fucking insurance salesmen. It, feel, yeah, it yeah, feels wrong. like they're. They're all looking at TPS reports. I'm like, what the what, what's going on? And maybe he could bring some of that juice. Maybe he could he could bring some of that dog. Maybe he could fire these guys up. So I think the Jahan Dotson comp is fine athletically, but I think from a, a dog standpoint, I really see that Steve Smith, Jerry. Yeah, I hope he is either one of them. Because I think Jahan Dotson, I might have so many shares of that man. Because I'm just I'm about him going into next year. I'm about Zay Flowers too. My guy is is the dog, though. It's JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Player profiler doesn't even have a comp form. So I actually had to... He is that good. Yeah, I literally had to just do this all by myself. No crutches, no nothing. Unfair, bullshit is what it is. Not good enough to do this, but... He's Jerry's want, wide receiver one. I threw you a bone here. I threw you, you, bone. you did, you did. I appreciate it. Um, it's because he gave me a chain, too. That's why he just, he felt bad. So I had to pick one, and you know... Earlier, I said that everybody gets comp to Hall of Famers, right? And I said that they were clowns if they do it. I'm comping him to Reggie Wayne. Kiss my ass. I don't care. Reggie Wayne is a bad man. He's a bad man. Jackson Smith and Jigba is a bad man. Plug that boy in. Here's the thing. Jackson Smith and Jigba at Ohio State with some of the absolute premier wide receiver talent we have seen. Garrett Wilson. Chris Olave, and this dude is putting them on the back burner in Columbus. I mean, and, and we saw what they did as rookies in the NFL. And if he could do that at Ohio State, you're damn right he's going to be ready for the NFL. And Reggie Wayne, he went to the U when the U was the U. And this man came in and he competed with Marvin Harrison and still had, what, like 10 straight seasons with a 1,000 yards or damn near close to it. All the JSN it, 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 in a class where Bijan Robinson does not exist. If it's a normal class and we don't have that, you know, just Saquon esque talent where everybody knows who the one hundred and one is. I think there's tons and tons and tons of people who take JSN number one overall. It, it's unfortunate for him that he's he's in a world where everybody gets super horny for running backs, and Bijan Robinson is also there. So it's just it's a vortex of just you know, value depreciation. JSN's my dude, though. You know, that's not bad. You know, they, like I said, you, you mentioned it, player it's profile. Similar sizes, too. I tried to do that Same. with everybody as best I could. Yeah, you don't want to compare, like, you know, Devon A-Chain to Bo Jackson right. or, or, like, uh, Adrian Peterson or something, like an all-timer. You know, Reggie, I'm looking at his player profiler card as well because that's one of my favorite things about player profiler. 
is that they have a lot of the legends of the game, you know, going back into the early 2000s. And I'm looking at, at Reggie Wayne, first round draft pick, by the way, taking 30th overall. Uh, good, good landing spot. He got to play with a guy named uh, Peyton Manning. He was uh, good at football. He also got to play with Andrew Luck, by the way. I'd say Reggie overall speed and you know overall speed score was better. They have a, a similar burst score, but but JSN's way more agile uh, of an athlete. I love that. Is, is there a spot? Now he's your wide receiver one. Spoiler alert: that's Jerry's wide receiver one. I yeah, think it's everybody's. Be. In fairness, should be. But you know, I forgot to mention that Zay Flowers is my three. But w- where would you like to see him land? Like you're the the GM of an NFL team. Where do you want to? Or you're the 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 Pope. I don't know. So, someone important, yeah. and, and and you can determine where he goes. Where do you want him to go? What makes you happy? Honestly, no lie to me. Fuck. Me no, care. I don't care. I I don't care because I I just feel like he's a dude. I learned my lesson with AJ Brown a few years ago, where I I went after Corey Davis. And then AJ Brown goes to Tennessee and I overcorrect. And I, I just, I didn't want to trust AJ Brown because he went to Tennessee. And I saw what a wide receiver who went number five overall has the all time catch record in college. Da, 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 da. And I just, I, I poo pooed him just because of it. So wrong. It was such a bad idea, horrible strategy that I learned from. So there, there's nowhere that I wouldn't be thrilled that JSN goes. The one thing lions have picked 17 lions fan. I would love him, but also it would hurt. It would, it would hurt his value, but I'm selfish. Let me live a selfish. Listen, the lions have, have one day and it's the NFL draft. That is our super bowl. So let me, let me just think we're going to win it. If, if they did that, even though it would be shit for dynasty, don't get me wrong. Uh, where do you I, want him? Where do you I, want? Him? Where would you, where, where would get well, he's, Randy? He's, he's not going go to go rock hard. He, well, he again, style. I, I look at like these like stylistic fits, and I think stylistically he would fit really well with Indianapolis. I don't think he's going to go eight overall, and no yeah. one wants to fucking hear this. I'm going to be real honest with you. No one wants to hear this, but I would really like him in Atlanta. I know the Kyle Pitts GMs out there don't want to hear it. I know the Drake Lund. I, I'm telling you, you are setting the table for a rookie QB in 2024. Imagine you're Drake May. Imagine you're. Caleb Williams, you go to Atlanta, one of the best cities in the country, especially for young people. You walk in your very first day. Oh, hey, it's, it's Kyle Pitt. Kyle, nice to meet you. Oh, oh, over there, that's Drake London, a big body guy, outside threat, you know, perfect. JSN, route runner, smooth, gets open all the time. You got, remember, we already put, you know, Jameer Gibbs and, and, and uh, Tyler Algier. You, you just walk in, you're plug, you're play. I don't want to send everybody to Atlanta. It's, it is it is deceivingly sexy. You're going to have to wait for the sexy. So you did, but I mean, but the table. Right. But at I, that I mean, point, you, the table. You're, you're reeling me in a little bit. You know, I'm, I, I'm I'm almost there, bud. An, another good fit, although it would hurt John Mechie, and I don't want that because I really want to see what John Mechie can do in the NFL because you know he had the unfortunate illness situation, and now he's coming back. You know, he's he's playing right now. But that would be, I've heard that as well. I've, I've heard him, you know what I would love? Cause I'm an asshole and a bit of a troll myself. You know, Aaron Rodgers like 99.9% out of town in green Bay. Oh yeah. And you've heard the story for the last, you know, hundred years. It feels like that green Bay's never given him a round one wide receiver. You heard this, right? Yeah, of course. What a troll move to take Jackson Smith and Jigma at 15 right overall. 
How awesome! Well, let me that say be? this: There's not a human being on the planet who would deserve it more. Oh, it couldn't happen to a uh, a, a nicer a nicer fella. You know, is, is there a spot? Real quick, I, we do. We have one more guy each, but is there is there a spot that he could go that would make you like drop his value, or you're just you're sticking to your guns? And where are you taking him? Superflex? Where are you taking him? One QB? Where are you taking your guy here? Uh, maybe one hundred two in both. Really, it, over it, the it, quarterbacks? Yeah. I, uh, we already discussed this. Uh, I am not willing to risk Anthony Richardson or Will Levis at 102 just because I'm just not. And I think JSN is an unbelievable talent. I don't know that they are. Granted, their ceilings could take them there. As far as Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, like I, I don't want to take Jared Goff at 102. So, so, you so, would, so, it, so what you're saying is, is you wouldn't trade Kirk Cousins straight up for – or you wouldn't trade Smith and Jigba straight up for – Kirk Cousins in in, in, in a super flex a younger version yes yes uh, no I'm you, good you on couldn't that. bring yourself to do it no and then we're not trashing Kirk we're up on Jackson no. Smith and Jigba because you know, Kirk, went to Michigan State had season tickets all four years he was in college love that man he's man, a weirdo but he's yeah. my weirdo he, he's a he's in a strange duck but you know if if you like forty two to forty five hundred yards and thirty touchdowns a year Kirk Cousins is your guy That's but true. I just want I just wanted to make sure so I, I have a the last guy he's becoming the it. You know, every year that becomes the it guy as it relates to like every position group. And this guy's becoming that guy. It's Marvin Mims. And, and, and Marvin Mims, you know, deservedly so. I mentioned Steve Smith earlier in the show. If you're not following following Steve Smith on Instagram, you need to remedy that very quickly because he's putting out little dynasty nuggets, little draft nuggets about wide receivers and cornerbacks that you need to know. That's a little edge that your league mates aren't doing. Because Steve Smith, well, they say game, recognize game. Steve Smith likes Marvin Mims. He said he was underutilized in college, and I couldn't agree more. Had his best year as a college player this past year. Jerry, you know who wasn't in Stillwater this year? You know who wasn't in the state of Oklahoma playing quarterback? Who was that? Caleb Williams, Jerry. He went to USC. I don't blame him. I've been to Oklahoma. I've been to California. I don't blame him. But you no, know, no disrespect to Oklahoma listeners, of course. No, no, no. Uh, look, I live I in Iowa. It's the same I, thing. We got a little more corn, a little less yeah. dirt. No, same I'm, tornadoes. I'm an I'm an Indiana guy. I know all about those that that corn and and tornadoes. But player profiler says Darnell Mooney, and I can I can get that. Yeah. But when I but when I see his his game, because I'm not a film grinder, but when I see his his metrics, I really see a bursty T Y Hilton, a guy with. You know, elite speak. So first of all, metrics wise, TY59, MIMS 511, both weighed 183 pounds. Uh, arm length, 31 and 5 eighths inches, 32 inches, basically the same. MIMS's speed, 438, Hilton, 439. The the difference is, is that, you know, he his his burst score was 91st percentile, whereas T.Y. Hilton was a sub 50% athlete in the burst category. That's why I say bursty T.Y. Hilton. Um, I, I think he can do more. Again, another guy, I would love him to come in and, and spend uh, a couple of years with a Devontae Adams, a Cooper Cup. Put, please, God, put Marvin Mims to the L.A. Rams in the second round. I dare you. I double dog dare you because we know they gave Allen Robinson permission to seek a trade. Tutu Outwell, oh, shucks. Tutu Outwell's a uh, a pair of flabby butt cheeks, 
You know, I mean, Skaronsky, I mean, really? Skor- I mean, he's okay, I guess, in a, in a pinch, you know, and and, and then um, the, Van Jefferson. None of those guys make my nipples hard. None of those guys make me excited. Nope. Marvin, because you know what? One thing about Matthew Stafford is he can still chuck it. Yeah. But I, but but I think with his average depth of target in college, his yards per reception, you know, Cooper Cup's always going to do the dirty work. He's going to be the chain mover. He would be a tremendous addition to go along with Cooper Cup and you know Tyler Higby in that in that offense with a play caller like um, I'm drawing a blank on the handsome fellow. On no, the, shithead. He, he oh. honestly, I. I I just don't like. That I'm, I'm drawing. I'm drawing. I'm, I'm drawing head coach blanks tonight, man, yeah. but I'm not shooting blanks, Jerry. Well, no, you can't. So you can't here's, here's the thing about Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims has had such a roller coaster. Uh, McVeigh, by the way, I was going to let you just stumble I was, I was, your I was way say through Shane, that. But that's Shane Steichen. <laughs> it's uh, Sean McHandsome. Handsome. Uh, Marvin Mims has had such a roller coaster it, it, because he was a Debbie darling. It, where it, every Devi player in the world wanted him. Uh, he was an elite high school recruit. Then, you know, he was he was supposed to be one of those guys at Oklahoma where they were just spitting guys out like it was nothing. And he never really amounted to it. And then we get to rookie season and we got to talk about every single person that's ever existed. And eventually, you know, everybody focuses on the guys that are getting a little bit less hyped up and they're realizing that they're good. And that's sort of Marvin Mims. He's back in everybody's spotlight. I'm cool with both of those. Now, granted, I, as far as Darnell Mooney as a prospect and as a player, I do like that comp. Granted, somebody drafting Marvin Mims, you would want a little bit more production than what Darnell Mooney is doing. Um, But my last guy is Josh Downs. Another little guy, which I don't love, um, but just a good ass player. Uh, he's one of these guys where if I get him, I'm going to expect that it's probably not going to be much. And if it turns in, it's like a $5 scratch off, maybe, maybe 10, we'll say, we'll say 10, you know, if I can get my money back, that's a win. And every once in a while, you know, I I'm, I'm a catch a paycheck and that's what I'm happy for. Uh, player profile, comped him to Wandale Robinson. I can dig that. I see a lot more KJ Hamler. And that might that might piss people off because KJ Hamler has not been fantasy or dynasty relevant, but early second round pick, just unbelievable prospect, super productive at Penn State. I mean, as far as an NFL wide receiver is concerned, if every single person was KJ Hamler, you'd be pretty damn happy about it. It just has not worked out in the situation that he's in. Granted, it hasn't really worked out for Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton all that much either. That's just not been great and and here's to hoping that that changes with sean payton but so so that's where i'm at with josh downs you know just speedster but a a littler guy but also sort of plays bigger than he is and can also just rip the roof off which is something that you're always going to want yeah this is where the the draft is going to get tricky you know in super flex there's a lot of guys we didn't even talk about the tight ends tonight We, we could keep this going and maybe we'll do a part two next week, but next Sunday will be the Sunday going into the NFL draft. But Jerry, I don't really have much on Josh Downs, but I like how you glossed over Marvin Mims, the fact that he may have had the most prolific season in the history of the state of Texas at the wide receiver position. Do you know what his senior stats were in Texas? I do not. They, they, this, they, was this boy like the the Derrick no. Henry of, of high school or something? He played, he, he played 14 games. He had 114 catches, 
2,626 yards. His average reception was 23 yards, and he had 31 touchdowns. He there's had more, there's, more there's some poor kid that looks just like me and has the same athletic profile as me, and they just got him out there covering Marvin Mims. Just looking silly. That's unfortunate. But that, that guy's still talking shit about it, though. Because because Marvin Mims probably dropped one, and he's still talking about how he broke that pass up. You know, because because Marvin Mims graduated high school in 2020. Somewhere out there, somewhere out there, there's a, a guy who's like 22 years old. He's probably going to like El Paso Tech or something. And on his phone, like his pinned tweet for his like 38 followers is him on a pass deflection with Marvin Mims. But hey, dude. You know, like if I like hey, I, that's I, better than I got, bro. I ain't yeah, even mad at you. A hundred percent, Jerry. But there it is, man. This is our maiden voyage on the player profiler YouTube channel. Um, gonna be on their podcast affiliate uh soon as well. Um, we'll let all that take shape as it goes down. But we do do this. I, I tend to do a bonus show sometimes with Jerry, sometimes with a guest. Uh, I've had some great guests this year. I've had Cody Carpentier, I've had Theo. Um, I've had Garrett Price from the Dynasty Nerds. I've had Bruce Matson from the DLF. So not every show that we're going to do is going to stream here on Player Profiler. So what I would ask you to do is go find Dynasty Warzone. Find us on YouTube if you're a YouTube subscriber. Find us on your podcast feed if you're a podcast subscriber. Because, again, we drop four-ish shows a week during the offseason, and we've got a great team. Again, we have a ton of great guys doing a, a lot of really good content. And we do have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. We're in the middle of a patron league startup right now. We didn't let Jerry play because it's IDP. And, and, and uh, Jerry's not down with IDP. That just pissed me off. It does. It does. Jerry's not super, super good with the defensive side of the ball, but as you can tell, he is. Lions a, what do you want? I mean, I mean, you're from Detroit, Jerry. I mean, defense is optional. <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, it's a hundred percent true. So, last thing I'll ask of you, if you made it to you know the very end of the show, first of all, thank you. But please, um, thank you to everybody who commented in the live stream tonight. Thank you for the love. Um, everybody said it, it's nice to see Jerry and I here. We're really excited because we wanted to grow our brand. And, you know, there's other networks out there that are, that are trying to do what player profilers doing. But I had a great conversation with Matt, with Theo, of course, Jerry. And, and this is where we want to be. I love the vision. I love the passion. I love where these guys are going, but I need your help. You know, we got to earn our keep, if you will. I need you to go to iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you can leave a review. Leave a review. Maybe you hate us. Maybe you love us. I don't really know. But do us a solid. Go to their feed and leave us a review. But if you're you're there, you can go to Dynasty Warzone and leave us a review as well. So, Jerry, let's get out of here. We'll be back next week. And then next week, we will literally be like four days from the NFL draft. I'm so excited. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Then, then we can get all the nonsense out of the way. And then the <laughs> NFL will just tell us the story. They will paint the picture that we need for our art. See, see, this is our art. And I, I think that's a good word because those of us creating content right now, it's like there's nothing new. You know, the no, com the, 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 vomiting the, out our mouths a bunch. The, the, the com well, I think we're doing a good job. You know, the, 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 it's hard right now. It's hard work out on the streets trying to put content together. And I appreciate, you know, everybody out there who's doing content, whether that's YouTube channels, podcasts, 
it's a lot, but next week we'll have, you know, the, the betting lines will have firmed up a little bit. We'll, we'll kind of have a better idea who's one, uh, one Oh one, but the one Oh one, uh, fantasy football and football related content is player profiler. So you're at the right spot. If you're listening to us on the dynasty war zone, get over there, subscribe as well. That man's name is Jerry Sinclair. If you want to follow him on Twitter, you may do so at Jerry Sin DWZ. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. You can follow the Dynasty Warzone everywhere. Search at Dynasty Warzone literally everywhere, but especially YouTube. Subscribe everywhere, and uh, we'll catch you next week. So on behalf of Jerry, I am Memphis, and remember, here at the Dynasty Warzone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. See you next Sunday, guys. Thank you. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak